Let's check back in with show contributor Scott Chance. Hello again. Hi, Jill. Yeah, how's it going? How's the last hour been? <laughs> so good. So good. Great. And uh, we are talking about money and a lot of people kind of wondering, I would think, how are they going to send the kids to post-secondary school? Yeah, I came across this really great article in the Globe and Mail that caught me because this is something that my wife and I have like talked about and touched on a little bit, but it just seems like, like a pipe dream, like such a far off thing because like we got the inflation and the cost of groceries and the gas and the rent and all the things that just make like living in the now so hard, it's like impossible to even think about things like retirement or saving for your kids post-secondary education, which is something that we want to do. So I came across this article in the Globe and Mail called Five Ways That Yes, You Can Save for Your Child's Post-Secondary Education. It's by Tim Sesnick. He is the CEO and founder of a financial advisory group called Our Family office. And the ways that he says that you can still save are uh, begging, borrowing, saving, and stealing. And uh, of course, he goes into some of the detail there. I had a a chance to chat with him and I asked him, like, is this something that is actually like a reality for people post-secondary education? Or is that something that we should just, you know, kind of shelve that idea for now and maybe even rethink, you know, kind of the future of what post-secondary education looks like because of the cost? Uh, that's that's a great question. You know, I think first of all, the more time you have to save or plan, the better. You know, if your if your child's going to university or college next year, um, you haven't started thinking about this till now. It it, it it's harder. Um, but because there's more than one way to pay for an education, um, a little planning ahead of time will go a long way. So, for example, saving is one way to do it. And if you're saving even just a little bit, doesn't have to be much, or maybe maybe nothing at all for the next two or three years, but even just whatever you can between now and the time your child goes to college or university in, and hopefully in several years, you will, you will have saved something. And that's, that's good. That's just what, but that's only one of the five ways to pay for an education. So you need to plan ahead. Maybe the, the plan is always that your child will take out a student loan or look for scholarships or grants uh, to go to, to go to college or university. Um, and, and there are lots of things available out there, lots of grants available uh, loans are available through the government if people qualify. Um, and you just have to know, uh, you know, I think when it comes to grants and, and loans and things, you want to start applying for those things a year in advance of a child, you know, going to school. Uh, just start planning ahead. The saving part needs to take ideally a few years. Okay. Um, yeah, I, yep. uh, you. Well, I love that. I want to quickly mention this: that you, I, I like how you break this down. The ways to think about paying for your education: beg, borrow, steal, sweat, and save. You know, and which is kind of just like you know, you f- you find the ways. You kind of scrap your way through it, and I think that that's how people who are in the housing market have done it. And you know, I I talk to my parents, and that's how they sort of reflect the ways that they had to had to make ends meet as well. And I think that this applies kind of like to every generation and stuff. And yeah, I, you know, you kind of read into some of this and you break it down and these are really practical and, and smart solutions that you've come up with here. But essentially that's what we're doing, right? It's like beg, borrow, steal, sweat, but you're not actually talking about begging, borrowing, steal, no, steal. no, no. Yeah. Yeah, but begging is getting free money in the form of grants or scholarships, right? Which you can apply for in advance, um, a year ahead of time. You can apply for those things. Borrowing is obvious. That's student loans or or you know, parents otherwise borrowing for their child to go to school. But student loans are the first 
thing I would look to, to, to do through the, through your province's application process. Okay. And then, um, stealing that, that's parents stealing assets from other, you know, re, from their retirement assets, withdrawing from their money, from their RSPs and things, which by the way, I don't recommend that is a very last resort option. You'd be better off with the other methods because saving for time is also a, a priority, high priority. Um, sweating is the child, you know, working their way through school. Um, there are co-op programs available in a lot of schools where they can work every couple of semesters and, and, you know, students can make a fair bit of money, $8,000, $10,000, $12,000 in the course of a four-month period period of time. That can help to pay for school um, or working during the summers. And then, of course, there's savings, which which takes a longer – it's a longer-term process to save enough. But if parents start early, they, they can definitely get there, especially with the help of the Canada Education Savings Grants, which can bump up the amount you contribute to a reg- registered education savings plan. Right. Yeah. And I, I love the, these ideas. They're wonderful. And, and I think that to your point, it's like just about starting, right. And, and getting, getting something ahead. But I think so many of us are just kind of like crippled by, um, I don't want to say fear, but just the weight of all of this, you know, it seems so, mm-hmm. so daunting. How do you get past that, that first step of like, we just got to start somewhere. Well, I think I think you, know, you realize you, you go through stages in life where certain things will take priority uh, in, earlier on in life, and maybe you know maybe you're not thinking about your child's education, you know, their college or university because they're too young right now. But what you can do as a starting point, even if you can open up a registered education savings plan, you can even ha- get, with the help of a grandparent even, um, and just put in, hey, if it's twenty five dollars a month, if, it, if it's fifty dollars a month, whatever you can afford. Put that aside, and as you are able to put more in over the years, uh, try to do that every once in a while. Uh, maybe increase the amount as your income goes up, or other expenses fall by the wayside. So that's just, but that's just one way to pay for an education. So, but I, I would say start there, and then as you get within sort of ten years or, se- or 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 five years of your child going to school, evaluate, think how are we going to pay for this, and look at those other ways that I've talked about. That, you know, and and come up with a game plan. And say. Half the education will be paid for by, you know, our child working through school. Half will be paid for by, or part will be paid for by loans. Part will be paid for by some savings. Come up with a plan, knowing how much it's going to cost. And because uh, school's not cheap and it is going up, but um, uh, you know, you want to have some sense about how much you're going to need each year. And t- in today's dollars, it's probably depending on whether the child's living away at school or living at home, the cost could be sort of. 10,000 to 20,000 a year would not be uncommon. Um, so yeah, start early and develop a game plan over the course of time, but, but save what you can today. That's Tim Sesnick. He's the CEO and founder of Our Family Office, their financial planning firm. And uh, it's good advice. It beats what I have been doing up until this point, Jill, which is just buying lotto tickets. Right. And closing your eyes and hoping for the best. Yeah. Right? Just pre- if, I, if I pretend it doesn't <laughs> exist, I can't hear it doesn't exist. Right. He made it seem so simple. Not, but he made it seem doable. Something. Just put something away. Yes. All right, Scott. Thank you. You got it. That is show contributor Scott Chance. Well, Speaking of school, back to school is just days away. What happens if there aren't enough teachers to staff the classrooms? We'll check in with the BCTF coming up next.